Hey guys, and welcome to the very first 401 on Tech Talks. We are the 401 on Tech. I'm Michelle. And I'm Damian. And if you don't already know us, we've been on YouTube for about two years now. You can find us at 401 on Tech. And we do a lot of tech tutorials, tech reviews, but we wanted a little less formal way of just kind of chatting, talking to you guys about tech. We love talking about tech. So we just want to be able to share all that with you. So, Damian, what are we talking about? Give the people a little preview. Well, today, like, you know, we found out about the Asus ROG Ally uh, handheld gaming yeah. device that's coming out, a gaming PC. And, you know, they're saying it's only going to be $699, which is only $51 more than the Steam Deck. Well, don't give them too much, Damian. Just a preview. What else? So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about... With their appetite. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some of the, the processors that might be coming, these AMD Ryzen Z1 and Z1 Extreme processors. Uh, we're talking a little bit about that Apple's Mixed Reality headset that they're going to be, it's rumored to be released at WWDC in June. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about that. And Samsung, their choice to possibly switch their search to Bing versus Google as the default. Yeah, and the fallout from that and, you know, how that puts Google in what kind of position, and iMessages on Windows 11. Now you can do it in Mac OS, but you know a lot of people don't have Macs and be able to have something like you can, you know, on the Mac OS on the Windows side would be very, very nice indeed. All right, but let's kick things off with the ASUS ROG Ally handheld gaming console. So I, I think we're both we're super excited about this. Uh, so far, it's just, it's nothing official, so it's just been kind of like leaks and rumors, but based on the leaks and rumors, it definitely sounds like it's going to give the Steam Deck and the other handheld consoles a run for their money. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the Steam Deck's claim to fame was, you know, it was an affordable gaming, handheld gaming device, you know, coming in at, you know, half the cost of something like an Ionio but still getting great performance. So even though the Ioneo, you know, Pro 2, like, outperforms the Steam Deck and the Ioneo Geek, which is, like, the more scaled-down hardware version of the Pro, uh, you still were paying, like, $1,500, $1,600 for one of those devices. Now you're getting something that's only $51 more and it's going to outperform the Steam Deck and have a better screen, higher refresh rate, and things like that. So... What does this mean for Valve? They're saying they're not going to be releasing the Steam Deck 2 anytime soon. Um, now, it runs Windows 11 as opposed to Steam OS, which is like, a, you know, more tightly integrated for the handheld gaming experience. You don't have those nice little touch pads to use like the mouse. You have to, you know, use the, the thumbsticks and the buttons and stuff to get around the Windows operating system. Yeah, so the price, so again, nothing is official, but they're saying the 256 gigabyte model is going to be $600. Mm-hmm. And the 512 gigabyte is going to be 699 So for the high end, the, the 512, that's only $51 more than the Steam Deck. And the specs are looking a lot better. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a Ryzen 7000 and RDNA 3, the 16 gigs of of LPDDR5 memory. Yeah, and they're, they're semi-custom chips. Yeah. So the, what they're calling what they're calling them is, the, so it's an AMD Ryzen Z1, and it looks like that's going to be in the 256 gigabyte model, and then they have the 
Ryzen Z1 Extreme, which looks like it's going to be in the 512. Yeah, so we don't know if those chips are going to be like, like the final version of those are going to be like a custom chip in this Asus Ally. Um, you know, and we got to believe that Asus is selling these at a, at a loss, and they're such a big company that they're subsidizing it maybe, you know, with all the other peripherals that they sell, like uh, GPUs and yeah. motherboards and things like that. And, you know, they do have some pre-built and things like that. And also, like, another big uh, coup is that it's, six, it's only 608 grams. It's going to be lighter than the Steam Deck. So, you know, on those long sessions of gaming, holding something that's a little bit lighter can actually, you know, help you out there. I never really felt like the Steam Deck is heavy. I don't, yeah, but lighter is always better when you, when you have a handheld. But, yeah, yeah, I don't really think it's heavy but it is lighter yeah so, so there's that but yeah these chips are definitely exciting and then so uh, amd officially announced them about five days ago mm-hmm. and i mean they're sounding pretty beefy i mean just the z1 six cores 12 threads four amd rdna three compute units and then the extreme is eight cores 16 threads 12 amd rdna three compute units so it's definitely going to have the power and then, as you mentioned, you can get up to 16 gigabytes LPDDR5, which is dual channel. So that's nice. It's going to be 1080p. So the screen, it's IPS, 1080p, yep. and up to 120 hertz. That's that's pretty big. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to look as good as the bezel-less um, screen oh, the on IA? the Ioneo Pro oh, yeah. 2 yeah. or the Ioneo 2. Uh, yeah. So that, that looks really nice. So I wonder if it's going to look like that. Another thing they're saying is that the... Uh, the M2 SSD is going to be just like a one screw yeah, to so, replace. So, you yeah, know, with the Steam wanna... Deck, you have to, you know, take the back cover off and you got yeah. to kind of well, get Which we haven't end. done yet. Yeah, we haven't. It, and it looks a little bit more involved where if this is going to just be like one screw and you can pop in like I mean, we bigger stores and things like we that. We did just recently take off the back plate. Yeah, we got <laughs> um, the back plate off. <laughs> you can check out our last latest video where we change the backplate of the Steam Deck to the JSOX transparent uh, backplate, which is actually pretty nice. It looks really cool. They have really cool colors. Yeah. Um, But the main thing is, like, it helps with thermals. So we were getting, like, four or five degrees cooler, cooler, and Mm -hmm. the fans weren't running as high as an RPM, so it was, like, much quieter. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it, it would definitely be a little bit more difficult to replace the SSD in the Steam Deck versus, yeah, if it's on the Ally, if it's only one screw. Yeah. That makes like it a lot easier. Because not everybody feels comfortable opening up, you know, <laughs> electronics right. and, and, yeah. and upgrading it. And but stuff if it's like something that. similar to, like, like, replacing, like, something on, like, a laptop, you just unscrew the screw and it's put in an angle and you put it down, that'd be pretty yeah. nice also another thing it since it runs windows 11 you can do things like xbox game pass and other streaming storefronts where you can do it on the steam deck but it's kind of a workaround and i'm not sure that like you know the average user is actually doing that so that makes yeah uh, some of those things a little bit more accessible and i don't know if they'll have those um apps like already i mean obviously it's easy enough if it's yeah. windows you just go to yep. a browser but they might already have them um i think it's at the I think there's some other handhold in it, handheld, and it's already like they already have those apps like there for you. Okay. So all you got to do is launch them, put in your creds, and you're gaming. 
maybe so really yeah, maybe the one player X or the I I think it's the Aoki. I always say that one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so this is supposed to come out sometime in in May. So it looks like they're going to have a launch event on May 11th. Now it's kind of been like are they going to do a pre-order yeah. or are they just going to like I ha- I have a feeling they're just going to May 11th the launching it is available now or maybe you know sometime during that day like later or whatever. And it's going to be crazy because I think everybody, there's a lot of hype with it because, again, I mean, it sounds great. Like the specs are better than the Steam Deck. It's only like 51 or $71 more based on the, the storage capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they're only selling it on, is it Best Buy? Or you can get it on Asus website as yeah, well. Yeah, I think right? it's Asus. But yeah, just uh, look at Wario 64, I'm sure. Yeah, It'll be dropped. Wario uh, always finds a way to get your money. Yeah, well, and he, he lets you know, like, it seems like sometimes before they know. Yeah. He's definitely on it. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to try to get one, um, you know, get, get it in for review. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely, it definitely seems exciting. And with a company like Asus, you know, doing that, obviously, they know gaming, they know hardware. Yeah, and then they're also going to have that Asus Armory crate, which I think yeah, so I, I heard is going to be, you know, kind of like IS space on... Uh, on the um, IONEO devices where you can do things like change the TDP and maybe like refresh rates and things like yeah. that. So if they can get like a better version of IS space on there with Armory Crate, that's also going to be another big win for them. Yeah, so it's definitely, definitely exciting. And then it's also going to come packaged with a 65-watt USB-C power brick. Now, I heard it can go from, I think, 50% in 30 minutes I'm not sure what this. I, I know the Steam Deck isn't that quick. Yeah, we'll have to get it in and, and verify that with testing. Once yeah, we get our hand up. Well, we're just and, waiting it, to and see again, all this is kind of speculation. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. uh, if you go on ASUS's website, they they don't they say when you click on tech specs, it says to come or like right. coming soon. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it sounded like all this is probably gonna be true. Yeah. Now looking at the device, like the the pictures, and it has like the RGB on the thumbsticks and things like that. And it looks cool. I'm not really excited about the D-pad. So for like any of the fighting games and things like that, I don't think that that's gonna play too well. But like other games, like adventure games and action games, that the kind of games that I play is probably yeah. gonna be good for those. Now, the one thing it doesn't have that the Steam Deck does, and this, and some people might miss this, is it doesn't have those trackpads. Yeah. So obviously, right. you're you're using Windows 11. And those mm-hmm. trackpads, obviously, the Steam Deck isn't, um, you know, has Windows on it unless you put it on there. But I just like our uh, others, like it's just easy. I yeah, think to, to control the yeah. mouse with yep. like a trackpad and just, you know, PC games that you would just. It, I think some people are. Gonna yeah, if you're that. playing some like so strategy it, games or things like that, where you need the yeah. need the mouse. And then is it only going to come in white? So looking at it, all the images that I've seen, it's white. Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like they're probably gonna have a white and a black. I feel like that's gonna get dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, white white always looks good, but it's just like hard to keep. It also says it's gonna have Dolby Atmos around, so some kind of like uh, simulated Dolby Atmos. So that that could be something. So I wonder how loud it's gonna get, and you know, having good sound. You know, if you're not using headphones or something like that, always adds to the immersion of the gameplay. So that'll be interesting to see. what that's like that's been listed as a feature as well yeah so stay stay tuned for may 11th i mean we're definitely going to be 
keep yeah, an they eye got on a, things. Some RGB lighting strip on the back, some paddles and things like that. So, yeah, this whole like handheld gaming thing's really taken off, and it looks like Asus wants their piece of the pie. And I'm also wondering, you know, a lot of people have the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck's been a really good seller. Like, are people going to be itching to get another handheld who already have a Steam Deck, or are they just content to play? Since you know the screen is pretty small. It still looks pretty sharp, even at the 800p. So, are people going to really be like, "Oh, you know, I, I need this, you know, 1080p, 120 hertz"? You know, people that always want the best of the best, of course, they're going to get it. But people that already have the Steam Deck and you know have everything already set up, are they going to want to get? You got Emu Deck for your emulation. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of nice things going on on the Steam Deck. It's a pretty mature platform at this point. But, you know, this performance could be swaying some people and that, like, you know, we're, as tech enthusiasts, we're excited to see it. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. And, and what's also kind of interesting is, so I've been seeing articles that Microsoft is working on a handheld mode um, for Steam Deck, but also other handheld consoles. So I think that's kind of nice. So like the Aya Neo that we have, that, that runs Windows. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously it just like you would be running it on your your pc but if they had like a handheld kind of version like kind of like if it was almost like like the steam deck os yeah which is a little bit easier to navigate with a handheld and just yeah something that's tailored to the handheld experience and it's just because yeah like you mentioned on ineo like you have the is space and that gives you like the you know the cursor and everything but sometimes there's just a little bit of disconnect on doing certain things on there because windows 11 is not designed it just takes a little more time to like navigate windows with like a handheld yeah so that you know it's going to be interesting to see and you know i can imagine you know acs they might have been a big player in that say hey you know we you know we move a lot of like windows uh you know os's with all the hardware we sell and yeah can you help us out with a more tail we got this we you know we got this device coming to market and uh, yeah definitely yeah so that's definitely so we'll look forward to. Yeah, so stay tuned. Um, so moving on. You're really excited about this one. Uh, well, so I have, so it, Apple's mixed reality headset. I have mixed feelings about this mixed reality headset. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously it's all leaks again. So Apple hasn't officially announced anything. I know like uh, it seemed like they were going to do it at the the last um, event that they had. Everybody yeah, you thought, thought it was going to be at it. like maybe uh, like when the iPhone launched in September, one of those events. Yeah. I, yeah. But, but it looks like they're holding off to for June for WWDC, which, which is kind of weird more, because well, it's know. developers conf. But it's know, like a that's new like, thing they developed. I think. Yeah, that, but it's more like a software for like, you know, iOS true. and watchOS. You normally yeah. get like new releases of software, like hardware really isn't a thing. So we'll, we'll see. So I'm kind of got my skepticals on, but everybody is saying yeah. it. I think Mark Gurman is saying, you know, that it could be released uh, or talked about I think so, because, at the WWDC, which. Yeah. Uh, like it, it seemed like they were going to announce it before. So maybe they just weren't quite ready. So. Yeah. Yeah. That could so be the it. Like, with, you know, the part shortage. W- and, but now, you know, they're itching to, get this thing to market because we've been hearing about it for a number of years now a long time yeah. yeah um so it's looking like i've been seeing that the possible name for it is reality pro so they're they're just jumping right into pro you know how they yes apple's now like pro, pro max you ultra know, ultra <laughs> so, yeah 
So the jumping right into Reality Pro, again, that's just speculation. Um, I don't know. I think it's a good name. What do you think? Yeah, I think they Reality Pro is a, is a good name. And now they're saying that eventually, well, the rumors that I've been hearing is that eventually you're going to just use this Mixed Reality headset and it'll replace your iPhone. So they're saying... Everything you can do on the iPad, you can do on the iPhone, you'll be able to do with this device. So, Which is crazy. I'm kind of like, you know, really itching to see how, is, is there going to be like a holographic keyboard and you can interact with the apps that way? So this is like, uh, what, what is that that one movie with Tom Cruise in it? Oh, Minority? Uh, minority? minority? I always say that wrong. Yeah. Is, like it, my, is it Minority? Minority. Minority. Minority Report, where <laughs> you, you know, got the holographic keyboard, like... Augmented reality is interacting with things in your environment. And if, it's, be... if they got something like that, I mean, this could be like the next big, like an iPhone moment, a chat GPT moment yeah. of, you know, how we live every day and use technology to make our lives better or to make it, you know, more enhanced. Yeah, I definitely so. have heard that they're like trying to lean towards to getting away from phones and it being that. But then like how you were kind of saying yesterday, like, uh, so are we wearing this in public? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It kind of seems a public. little weird. Like, can you imagine people going on? And if you've seen the renders, I mean, again, you know, it might not look like that, but I kind of hope it does because it looks pretty cool. It looks like, wait, it almost looks like the band that's going to go around your head looks like the band of the um, the AirPod Maxes. That, like, it kind of looks yeah, like that band. Yeah. Sorry, I hit my mic there. Um. So, yeah, and then the the mixed part of it, though, my mixed feelings is it's Apple, right? So it's going to be expensive. It's not going to be cheap. Everybody is saying that it's probably going to be around $3,000. Mm-hmm. Damien, do you think it's worth $3,000? I mean, I think... From what we know. From what I know, it's going to be an experience like, like you can't experience with anything else nothing, now nothing the, is done until apple does it right the one terabyte iphone pro max is sixteen hundred dollars so i can see a device that has you know virtuality ar also included in it being three thousand mm-hmm. dollars i hope it's not going to be three thousand dollars um i mean it's going to have an m2 processor in it yeah and two 4k uh, displays yeah, 4K and displays. i'm pretty sure a lot of r&d went in then you have to pay the apple tax because Apple products are always more expensive. It's kind of like, you know, it might not cost them that much to produce, but it's like the luxury name. Like when you buy a Ferrari, it's Apple. it might not cost them, <laughs> you know, $350,000 to make, uh, you know, a 488, Ferrari are, 488, but are people gonna you're paying for it. You're paying for the, I think. Because, you know, like VR, like we say, we, we really love VR we wish VR was further than what it is now. Right, like, with adoption and Once we saw, experiences. like, Ready Player One, it's like, I want it to be, like, not right. the crazy, like, everybody's, like... In VR, walking you know, out, and no one is in reality. Yeah, yeah. nobody likes r- the real life or real world. But, you know, just that level of immersion. Well, I mean, without having, like, those haptic suits and, like, full immersion, like, I don't, I mean, I don't think this is going to provide that, but... no. As far as using your apps in a more exciting way, I think this could be the next big thing, especially if yeah. you're using your app, but there's also some kind of like AR or VR added way to use that. Yeah, that's exciting to interact with. And 
and and it's like good like they got the two four K displays and it's good resolution because sometimes and you do things in VR it's like a little bit uh, blurry sometimes like I want like like I like a lot of Formula One so if there'd be some way you could like sit inside the driver's helmet oh that would be cool as they're racing the race and see what they see and and all that kind of stuff and have it be like even just 1080p resolution or something like blu-ray quality as you do it if they deliver experiences like that i you know i definitely can see it being it but then again we know what do we know that the public like in general like they don't buy these high-end devices right so that's why like is it apple gonna be like, fine like even though it say, might be three thousand dollars it because it's apple people might finally just yeah people buy it's still a lot of money i mean yeah it would like i don't like i just I go back know. to the point where like we have oled televisions um and they're more of a premium but most people buy tvs that are a thousand dollars and under right now and people are buying the iphones but everybody buying like the iphone pro max one terabyte and that's, that's the only one if that was the only iphone you could that's why you have different models of the iphone for more different price points mm-hmm. even though the most inexpensive iphone is still a pretty expensive device but something that just to get in is three thousand dollars i don't know but people buy like the the macbook pro m1 max and all that you know that stuff like when we were buying ours we were just a few minutes we were just a few minutes late and then we were already backed up like weeks to get it so maybe people will buy buy but i I just feel like three thousand dollars i don't think it's going to sell out no, I don't think. And, and and again, this is just speculation that the name is Reality Pro, but I'm wondering if, you know, first they'll come out with this Pro edition, right? That's like 3K. Right. And then maybe they'll see how that goes and then maybe later come out with the just the reality, <laughs> the, the non-pro that's know. like a little bit cheaper and maybe more people will like like get, get in on it. I don't know. I feel like they're going to want to give you the same experience at every price point, but maybe they'll cut back on the resolution or the storage capacity, and maybe the maybe uh, maybe the processor. Like, do you, they need the two? Like, do they need the M2 processor for this to even work? Can it work with a lesser lesser processor? Yeah. So they're that all, I don't I don't know. They are saying so it's going to be able to run most iPad apps. So and, yeah, and iPhone apps. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting how they implement those apps into like a, a virtual reality, you know, augmented a, reality, reality type, thing, type yeah. environment. One thing that I'm excited about is they've been putting a lot of emphasis on this new VR focused fitness plus experience that yeah. they're going to bring to the table with this. And I know, like Damien, I just we just got Damien um, the Apple Watch Ultra. Ultra. Yeah. I got that was his anniversary present um, but i've been in the game a little bit you know longer i have the the apple watch 7 series 7 and i use fitness plus a lot i, I really like fitness plus so i'm excited about what kind of reality you know virtual reality experience that i can get with that and i'm sure like apple doing it is going to be really really good and it'll make like exercising even more fun yeah like i can see if you have like a, a virtual assistant maybe Helping you, or if you like, see the through, trainer, like, the training, like yeah, augmented training reality, program. like in your living room doing like a push up or something with you, like I think that's pretty exciting. Yeah, because then I, it's like you know a lot of people don't like working out by themselves; they like having a partner or something like that. Right. And if you have like this Apple trainer and your, you in know, your augmented space, reality yeah. in your actual like living room next to you doing like 
yoga poses or whatever. I, I think that I think that would be cool. Yeah, and then I remember a while back, I can't remember NFL. There was like uh, something. I think this was, was oh, Halloween yes, that Hollow NFL Lens. experience. Yeah, where you had aspects of like an NFL game, like you had the grid like on your coffee table, and you could see the plays being run, and and it, you could go like to the stadium and see stats and things like that. If if they have partnerships with you know any of the, the you know the sports, uh, uh, you know. The, I'm struggling for words, but like the, you know, the NFL, NBA, like all the, yeah. you know, all that of those. Like if you're sitting courtside. organization, side. like sitting courtside and then just having like an enhanced experience of watching like a NFL game or a, a major league baseball game and yeah. stuff like that. And I think with the hollow, like how they showed, did it, I don't even know if they ever actually came out with this. Like no, I, that NFL thing, I don't really think sad, ever. It looks that, so that, that looks cool. so good. And it looked like, um, if I remember it correctly, like you could see the field, like if it's like yeah. football, whatever on like a table. On a table. Yeah. You. And you can see the plays being run and, yeah, and it was just, it was just it was just awesome, and I was like, I, so, I, I want know. that. Maybe and you maybe could, like, Apple interact. will finally be the woman to like actually make this stuff real. And maybe um, that's why it's been taking so long for it to come out because maybe they're working those deals with those different entertainment uh, companies and and trying to get like all the licensing and things like that, and get the app styled in and, and get the testing done. So like, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for June to see this thing come out and see the price point. And they're saying you're going to have like um a battery. That you that you wear a like an, USB. yeah an external battery yeah, so pack external, that you can like kind of wear in your pocket right yeah so I wonder if they're you know app no no in Apple they'll probably have like a strap for you to to hold that battery securely so you, you have like yeah. it's a tethered experience but I feel like it's gonna be like an experience where you're not really gonna notice that and it's yeah, it's gonna I, be nice to have that on and that'll give you the battery life to have this thing not just last like 30 minutes or something yeah, like that at first when i heard about like a possible like external battery pack i was kind of like mm, i don't know but now it's still like you know as long as it's like not gonna go flying out of your pocket i mean i don't know what their solution is gonna be like i've kind of heard like oh you you know you wear it in your pocket or something like that i don't know how big it is i hope you have a big enough pocket as a as a woman like we don't always gonna have, have gonna big have big pockets they're gonna have the battery pack pants, Apple battery pack oh, pants. Oh, battery pack strap. <laughs> battery maybe pack. like a yeah, little that's fanny, a probably, little fanny pack. Well, like kind of like um, Nintendo does with Ring Fit, and they have uh, for the Joy-Con, they have like you know that band that you can put on. I can see Apple having something like that to hold it. You know, and they'll probably charge you 150 bucks for it. But oh, have yeah, something and like then that. I then I also heard that it's gonna possibly have a proprietary connection or cable or whatever i'm like here we go again with this proprietary know. cable the, that allows for like decades the, the european union was making them usb type c <laughs> yeah. i think they'll you know i don't, I don't know, know if that'll know. come but you know be it being apple i can see that happening yeah and then they're also talking about um and having hand and eye tracking and then obviously siri voice integration so that's kind of cool um we have the psvr2 and right. the eye tracking on that is phenomenal, amazing. Yeah. Like you just like you have a menu in front of you and you just move your eyes and it just, just a millimeter and it's so accurate. It's dead on. It's so accurate. And it's just I it's really, really awesome. And then especially like if you now I wonder like how involved are they gonna be with games? Obviously they have the Apple Arcade. But it right. seems like the way Apple's kind of again, just what we're hearing, like it's just more of a like using your phone kind of experience in a virtual reality. Like I, I'm not really hearing a lot about gaming, like games, right? Like, yeah, I assume they're going to have, I, would, I, I mean, mean, games, 
so for the the current state of VR, it's mostly gamers. Yes. Like and you know, real like doing, enthusiasts. Yeah, like, yeah, you're doing like the experience of like Half Life Alex. You know, you're doing for for me is a lot of sim racing, the subtle course. Uh, Horizon Call of Mountain is yeah, really cool. On yeah, the so like a lot of the too. games are what's doing it. Like, I, and I know like uh, Facebook got you know the um, their headset, the you know the Oculus uh, Quest Pro for like business, um, but. I mean, I really haven't heard about any of my friends in the business world uh, using virtual reality headsets to do collaboration or anything like that. But yeah. maybe, it, maybe at like some like training areas, uh, they are using the headsets. But I feel like the gaming is like the big mover of VR and AR. So I, I feel like they would have to get involved I don't in know. the game. I feel like I feel like I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, if uh, the Apple Arcade obviously is not like it's Steam not the most or robust, anything like yeah. that. You know what I mean? So I don't. Maybe I don't, I don't, maybe they'll have a way you can use it with with your PC. <laughs> I don't know if Apple will even allow that, yeah. or like some games that are you know through Rosetta you can use on the Mac OS and have a VR experience with that. Maybe. Because you know using when will the novelty of using iPad and and iPhone apps wear off or, or, you know, how exciting are these apps going to be to use? And they're all saying you're going to also be able to use like FaceTime and stuff. And, and that's pretty cool. Like what kind of experience can you have using this mixed reality headset um, with those apps? Like what have they done? I get, we're going to have to wait. Uh, hopefully it's WWDC, which is right around the corner, yeah, like a I month mean, from now. June will be here before we know it. Yeah. So. See what's going on with that. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see you know what's gonna come of it. Um, again, it's Apple, so they're they're usually late to the party, but, but they always they, say, oh, we we've done it right. Know, they they bring a good product to the table, so I don't know. We'll Will see. this be at three thousand dollars? I just don't feel like this is the device to bring uh virtuality AR to the masses. I feel like it's gonna it's if if it's done right, I can see it being something like people want yeah. to have, but then. Will people actually lay out the money? And when you're spending that much money, say you're a family, you know, husband and wife and two kids, only one person can use it at a time. Right. Usually people like you're not to do, buying two. Yeah. Usually people like to do things uh, in a you know if you're spending that much money like a group thing. I feel like that's why the 3D TVs never took off. And you know you have the 3D TV, then you have enough glass. Yeah. You got like eight or ten people. You have enough glasses for everybody, and then. When 3D is done right, it really adds to the immersion of the movie and the storytelling. But people just never bought into it. I don't know why. And then, of course, there was it. there was a lot of cheesy 3D. People were just trying to cash in on Avatar and add 3D to it. And, and yeah. it wasn't really done right. And maybe people were seeing a lot of that. But when the 3D is done right, it's definitely a good medium to tell a story, to add more immersion, to, to enhance your experience. And I feel like, you know, this... VR, AR, it's kind of exciting to see, you know, one of the big tech giants to see what they can do with, with it and and hopefully they can advance it further along. I feel like Facebook with Oculus having that at two ninety nine, they have, but I, I mean, I can count on my hand out of my friends who have VR. It's not that many. No. Unfortunately, because I feel or, like VR is great. Or I know people that have it, but then they like, 
never touch it. And we're sometimes we're so busy. We, we it's it goes it's a while before we get around to like using it again. Yeah, but we've done a few things. That, like we've done like uh, the Vader Immortal stuff in yeah. VR. Yeah, we've done. Uh, I've done the sim racing. Definitely been playing Call of the Mountain. Done a lot. Of, we've done a lot of Beat Saber. Oh my goodness, I am. As get, many you know, of you get our I, workout sure on. Are well, that that do have VR headsets, Beat Sabers. Yeah, like Beat Saber is amazing. Awesome. So you know we've we've done. Um, where's the one where we're like you're like climbing the mountain? It's kind of eerie. We've done that one. Mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, the name is eluding me right now. But we've yeah. we've done we've done our fair share of VR. Uh, we still have some things getting like we obviously we wanted. We have our motion simulator. We want to do Microsoft Flight Simulator. Want to do Rogue Squadrons in VR with the motions? It's going to be insane. So, you know, just getting time to get our Simric uh, more dialed in for that in the area. But I mean, yeah, I feel like the VR AR thing. Now we we did get the the Lenovo Star Wars Jedi thing with the AR, and that was that was cool. Yeah, but we never we, really used it. We, yeah, we didn't. We, well, we, we use it. We use it at and the I beginning. And I always look at it when I see it. I'm like, oh, I yeah, we got to use that. But then, <laughs> like, I've tried out the Hololens, and the the field of view was just so narrow. Yes, it with was. the Hololens, yeah. I feel like it it could have been really good. But then the the field of view was just so narrow because you're like. And, you could definitely I, tell when you were. Am I seeing it? Like, where is it? And then, yeah. you, like, once you got into that sweet spot, it, you know, it was good. But, yeah. uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what, we'll with, see what, you know, what the field of view is going to be. You know, this 4K screen. And and what's really going to do it is going to be the software. And I feel like yeah. it's going to have to be the experiences and it's going to have to be beyond the productivity apps of using FaceTime, of using, uh, you know, some of these regular. Uh, iPad and I it has to be something that's gonna provide it. maybe they and maybe they will provide an experience that's and then because amazing they make everything people in like house. are gonna want to use it. I just want if they have like an augmented reality keyboard or they have like where you can do the swipe and touch and pinch and zoom and and it and and actually work flawlessly and it's just like very are. intuitive. That's going to be good. Because I haven't seen anything about controllers for it or, yeah. you know, anything like that. You've seen eye tracking and hand tracking, though. I've seen eye tracking and hand tracking. Yeah, so. so well, I mean, I tell you, if they can do, like, eye tracking like that PSVR 2 or, or if they could do better. I mean, and that just, is If you so can good. use your hands as if you're using them in the real world where you just like min- minority. tap. Am I saying it? Minority. Minority. Why can't I? Minority. Minority. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah, if it could be like that, that would be yeah, that, real exciting. That's gonna that's gonna be really good. All right, so so that's pretty exciting. So how you gotta about? like let us know if you're looking forward to it or how much you be willing to pay for it. Yeah, if you're thing. willing to pay that three k, if it is gonna be three k, willing to pay that three k. But but how about Samsung? Well, the Cupertino kids, if anyone can do it, they can. Yeah. How, All right. How about Samsung? So apparently, yeah. like Alphabet stock just recently dropped. I yeah, think so it was like fifty-five like billion or something, which decrease for uh, Alphabet. That's a lot. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I heard. Yeah. So apparently, there's been reports that Samsung Electronics is considering replacing Google the Google search. search engine as the default engine with Microsoft Bing. Now, and their Samsung phones, which they sell yeah, a lot the, of and Samsung their, and devices, right? And yeah. a lot of people have Samsung devices, Samsung, Samsung phones, tablets, yeah. 
So that's that's interesting because like Google has been like the search engine. Yeah. Like I know for us, like we like all growing always... up. Once 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 Google search hit, I was like, man, this is so awesome! Like, all this information at my fingertips. But now, and yet we AI. we have never, <laughs> unless forced, which usually isn't the case, never used Bing ever until. Yeah, Chet I mean, the yeah. integration of OpenAI's uh, technology. Yeah, well, I use Bing to install Chrome when I set up a new, <laughs> right, <laughs> <up> a new <laughs> computer. But you know, I think the there is like business studies, and actually, Bing search is like fairly decent or whatever. Yeah. But now that it has the chat, now, the, chat, now the chat GPT has, integration in it, it has Chat GPT integration. You know, they put their own little flavor on it, but they are using the OpenAI technology. And I use it all the time. I use it. I don't. Day. I still. But well, technically, okay. So technically, I still don't search using Bing. I just use the chat feature. Right. But it's still Bing. But it's, it's doing like when you right. do your chat GPT queries, it, it brings so up some search information. Yeah, yeah, it does. So um, whether you're looking at it or not, you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So that's interesting to see. Yeah, apparently their contract with uh, Samsung's co contract with Google is. Is up and they've been debating and whether they're, they're going to use they're, they're going to yeah. use the Bing with the you know integrate with the chat. GPT. Uh, that'll that'll be very big. Uh, yeah, it's just so everybody, including us, like this whole AI, like it's like like you said, like uh, Google for the first time. Like you know, it's just like this groundbreaking thing. It's so big and it's, it's yeah, so just, exciting. I just don't think they saw it coming and. You well, know, so Bard. I, I I've got my invite just, for Bard, but I haven't used it so yet. So I have. I've been using it. Yeah. Um. And I, I definitely and I've and obviously I've been using um, Bing's flavor of ChatGPT, Chat and I still like OG triple OG ChatGPT. <laughs> ChatGPT. I just like the the responses of it yeah, better. Like it sometimes, like, like the, other, that, yeah. the other two can get a little crazy. And they, like, I'll ask for, give me 10, whatever. And then I'll get two, two results. I'm right. like, I asked for 10. Right. <laughs> Where's my 10? And then sometimes the quality of the responses that you get is just not as good as the chat, the chat GPT. Yeah. Now, hopefully at some point in the future, they upgrade it past 2021. Right. Cause chat, or uh, was it a GPT four? I think that you have still have to have the paid version to access that, but yeah. that is recent. Is, is that recent? I believe that. I think recent. I'm going to have to look at some of my subscriptions and get that premium. Yeah, chat maybe GPT. get rid of a Cause sometimes doing like the high peak hours. Like yeah. You I can't, I can't use it. You don't get I, it as much anymore. No, I no. I feel like it's definitely been better. Yeah. And then they just rolled out uh, for your history. They kind of, yeah, you saw that yesterday. Do it like today and then like yeah, older like searches. I kind of need to clean mine up and and save some stuff off. So yeah, when I the search, sometimes the, the, your your old chats go away and then yeah, like I start to freak out. Off? Like is there a way I'm just that gonna you can export I'm, them I don't something? think you can. I'm just going to copy the because I that's valuable information. Yeah. That, yeah, I've copied a couple in my keep, yeah. <laughs> my Google Keep or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's just... Google and, and everybody else, is just, they're just kind of late to the party. Um, now, granted, LLMs, uh, large language models, are not new to Google. I mean, Google has been using them for years for, like, you know, trying to understand, like, expect what people are going to query and right. search Recommendation for and stuff like that. Recommendation engines and stuff, yeah. Um, but as far as, like, you know, what ChatGPT is doing and now Bing's integration, like, they're... I mean, yeah, they have Bard now, but it's just... 
it's gonna get. I I gotta believe it's gonna get better because oh, yeah, you know, sure Google is not in the business of losing money. No, and obviously they're a strong competitor. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna make it better. But at some point, the new kick like Google at one time was the new kick on black. Because I remember it used to be Yahoo was first. Oh yes. Yahoo was first. Yahoo. So I was using Yahoo search and then. Oh, and I used to use. Did you ever use Ask Jeeves? I did. Use I used Ask to use Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. I'm, we're probably really dating ourselves yeah, right now. I use. Like, I, I no, use like Ask Jeeves. I think there was that? one called like Lycos. It, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I used a bunch of chat, but then when the Google search, I was just like, and then, you know, the Google search just over time got better and better. And then you got images and you got all these other features. And like for the longest time, like if you needed to find information, that was the way. But now with the AI stuff, you get the context. It's not just, okay, I went to the site and I got this information. You you know, that, that information is in a, a form that is useful to you without having to like read through all the stuff. It was and just sometimes it'll broken just... down for you. It'll just be like, um, I can't, I can't, I, I literally had something yesterday. I'm like, I would have to go to multiple sites to try to get this information, but I can just, you know, one little query to chat GPT or whatever. And then I can, I could just get it. Right. Whereas, you know, you would have to search, you know, a couple of times, a couple of different and places. And when you're busy, like, you know, all of us are, that time is valuable when you just need, you just need you know, that information in a digestible form to help you be more productive or to solve whatever problem you have at that time. And it helps you do so many things. I mean, we, so, we've so been using it so often for so many things. And it's just like, it's just really been groundbreaking for us. It's specifically. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Let's, let's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it for the chat. GPT. Right. Right. Yeah. Now moving on. Yes. The size of games games are beginning They're super getting a crazy. Ridiculous. So, uh, you know, the Jedi Survivor just came out on the 28th. And the size is like... It's around 150, 150 gig- gigabytes. gigabytes. That's insane. Like, it's, so if you, if you have a couple other AAA games on your, you know... And your, if you don't have an SSD installed yet. Well, so, so you got the one terabyte PlayStation 5 and, right. you know, it's 867 gigabytes. You don't, you don't get the whole terabyte because some of that's used up by the OS. And if you haven't installed like an additional one, I mean, this, this stuff adds up. And if you're like kind of like us and you want to have your you like to keep your game saves on there, you don't yeah, want to like nobody wants to like install do one and, and delete and, one and, yeah. and that kind of thing. I mean, these sizes are getting... I mean, they're just so. 150 is that I is think that one is of the biggest huge. so far. Now, I did see on Amazon that the Sabrinth eight terabyte, uh, you know, M.2 drive is uh, on sale for eleven hundred. It's usually like uh, fifteen hundred dollars yeah. or sixteen hundred. So, but still, that that's like. Two PlayStation fives. Like, how many people are going to do that? I mean, a lot of people I know. We put the two terabyte drive in there. Some do the four terabyte. I mean, but I mean, the storage of these games are just astronomical, getting huge. Let, uh, let us know. Like, do you guys do the whole management thing? You play the game, you beat it. And you, I mean, because you, you complete a game and you you've earned that. I mean, you work hard, but you don't want to have to delete all of that progress that you've done. And then, like, like later all on, of the side quests. you'll get DLC. Yeah. So you uninstall. They oh, I got to reinstall it to like get the DLC, like play the DLC or whatever. I don't know. I know we are you guys buying the eight terabyte Sabrinth drive to 
Speaking of Sam Brent, th- this is more PC related, but I just wanted to mention it. So Sam Brent and Apex Storage, like recently, the, uh, the, or I don't know if it's, I think it might still be in development, but they're making this PCIe card that houses like 21 M.2 SSDs. <laughs> like I think at this, like we're, we're going to get to the point where we're going to need something like this, like put it in an enclosure, strap it to the PS5. <laughs> oh yeah. I saw something. I mean, it's a little overkill. I saw but. something for PC where you can, yeah, you can put like, I think like two uh, M.2 drives in it and it was a PCIe so mm-hmm. you could like mm-hmm. just a, like insert it in it was like you just slide it in and it and then you know instead of having to like open up your PC you just put that in you can slide in the M.2 drive and it's mounted and it's in there yeah so that, that's kind of cool but I mean so far we haven't run so we have uh, one terabyte M.2 that we put in the... No, I thought we put a two terabyte, two in, terabyte? The, in the PlayStation 5. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, n- we're now nowhere and we near... And we have the internal storage and we have that, but I mean... We're nowhere near, like, you know, filling that up, but I mean, when we do fill it up... I mean, if you get a, couple, gonna, like, a couple games during the year that are like 150 gigs, I mean, that's uh, going to yeah. gonna add up quick. And like mm-hmm. you said, when the DLC comes out and adds even more, you know, you need more storage space, that, that's a, a lot... It's a lot. From what I'm hearing, though, the Jedi Survivor is not playing well on PC, so console might be the place to play it until it gets patched. Um, Which is kind of disappointing because, like, especially like AAA titles like that. Like, yeah, we, if, we, if we can if get you check them on out PC, the Digital Foundry's review of it, they're saying it's they're saying it's a hot mess. Yeah, if we can get them on PC, we get it. But yeah, it's just a little. We we're so backed up with games, though. Like. You know, I, I'm not going to get to it yeah, right Yeah, but you away. know, so Star maybe, Wars, we're going to play. Or, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to go down. But I, I'm just hoping by the time we do play, like... It'll know, be patched. It'll be... It's such it'll a big game, game, like, I feel like they're going to work quickly yeah, to, EA's gonna, to fix They're going to see the feedback, yeah, because there's, like, <laughs> stuttering issues and all kinds of other things. But but it's also, like, now, like, the consoles, these next-gen consoles are so good. Like, it almost is like, well, you know, maybe I can just get it on the on the console. Well, maybe, but if you want that ultimate image quality, and I know but you're, you're gonna do PC, but I mean, you want it, you want it to be a good experience because when you're playing something that's terrible, it just takes away, and you get frustrated, and you're playing around with settings, and you're going on forums, and you're going on Reddit, and you're trying to figure out. So you're wasting time that you could be playing, and you're just trying to get it optimized. Sometimes it's just not a thing until it gets patched. Yeah. Yeah. And then one more thing, Netflix is stopping the rental of physical media. I need, I need, hold on. No, no, that's not right. I know. So I had the, I had the two disc plan and, you know, I would get movies and stuff and watch things. We still have two discs. Yeah, we still have two discs that (laughs) That we we need to send that we haven't like returned. But I mean, this is like a sad day for physical media, you know. I like physical media. Like a lot of the streaming service don't even have as good a quality as a, like a standard Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, looking at the visuals and things, and I and like, and I just I like physical. And this is just like kind of another thing where the physical media is just like going by the wayside. I feel like it's the thing like when people like stream music, the CD quality is so much better than what you can get on Spotify. Now you do have the premium ones like title and things like that where you can get the high quality yeah. audio. But a lot of people, you know, the standard which you can get, you know, on these streaming services, they rather do that over C D and people are obviously streaming like movies. So, you know, the physical media 
sales are always after that comes out on streaming first and the you know the companies get all the money they can get on the streaming sales so people buying like you know the digital versions there before it comes out on the physical media but the best quality people is on the physical media i know a lot of people listen are probably like Netflix still does DVD. I know. <laughs> yes, DVD, they DVDs still, and Blu-rays. They yeah. still do. They do, but now, <laughs> now that's over. It had been a thing since 98, but now it's no more. I feel more, it's like so. Blockbuster closing all over. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely a turning point. But hopefully this doesn't mean that physical media will go by the wayside, uh, especially for people that want the highest fidelity and audio uh, that they can get when watching movies. But that's going to do it for this first ever edition of yeah, 401 on Tech Talks. Yeah, hopefully you guys liked it. We're, we're getting used to things, so yeah, bear just, bear with us. Um, and then we're going to do, vi- we, so this is video too. So uh, if you're just listening, like it'll also be available on YouTube. I don't. We might put it on our official, you know, our 401 on Tech channel. Uh, we might create another channel for it. I don't know. We haven't yeah, really yeah, decided. We'll but if you want to watch video, we will have it have it somewhere. Um, and then, you know, like give us, you know, if you like it, give us five star review, you know, yeah. maybe give us a little audio message. Uh, somehow we'll, we'll, I don't know. We're still figuring, figuring it all out, <laughs> but we're excited. And we're, I mean, I really enjoyed doing this first episode. So I'm excited to do more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. I, I love know. talking about tech. I know we really talking, do. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? We should just, we should just do, make a podcast out of this. Absolutely. I love it. We're going to talk about it anyway. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.